Hi everyone, my name is Beck Pete and I am hanging out today with Rob from Front Row Live. I'm super excited that I just recently got introduced to you. Um, and I'm even more excited that Romantic was the first single that I got introduced to because I was kind of blown away, like not just on the vocals, not just on the single, but the actual video as, as well. Like you've come, you came in with a package and uh, that is one, it's really hard to do. And two, it's very rare nowadays. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, this single in particular and like, do you remember like what really kickstarted the writing process for you? Like, did you come into the studio session or the writing session like with a melody in mind or was it like a lyric that you already had in mind? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, thank you so much for saying all these things. Um, romantic is like, for me as an artist, I think, and my anthem song, like I love this song so much. Um, and I think that outside, it's kind of outside of the scope of other things that I've written. I've written a lot about heartbreak and like romantic love person to person, um, but not about like, romantic is like a love song to the world for me. Um, and it's basically, you know, I wrote it during a time uh, I started off the writing process, I guess, at home by myself. And I wrote the first part of the verse. And I was just sitting with myself and feeling lost. And I honestly felt that it was like the most difficult time of my life. I was like, this has got to be my lowest low ever. <laughs> and of course, immediately after that, I actually experienced my lowest low. <laughs> um, but like the but the process of writing it, I was just sitting with like the fact that, you know, I was becoming a grown woman and I still had all these questions. And I, I thought that I was supposed to know all this by now. And I thought like life was supposed to maybe, I don't know why I would ever think this, but I thought maybe life was supposed to get easier or something, <laughs> which is like ridiculous to think, but you know, it was just like, um yeah i i wrote it you know feeling very low and i i brought it to my friend dan satan um who i like really trust with all of my feelings i have a lot of them so <laughs> important when i write a song especially one like that where it's like very um i was feeling very heavy about it all uh that i have someone that's like gonna support me emotionally as well and so i brought this in with him and we really tried to get to the root of what what I wanted to say and why I was writing the song in the first place, you know, because uh, the verse was kind of just a bunch of questions and feeling uh, floaty and feeling all over the place. And um, I realized that like this song for me needed to just kind of serve as a reminder of the beauty. Um, and so really I wrote this song for me initially um, and a lot of the songs that are going to be on this upcoming album, I had, I wrote kind of for me first. Um, but it was really just a reminder that like, even when we can't experience the joy associated with all of the beauty that surrounds us, like it's constantly there. Right. And it's like, there's something so romantic about the interplay, like between things, right. How one thing like leads to the next thing leads to the next thing. And so like, the heartbreak itself and the difficult times and the low lows, like those are just as romantic and just as beautiful as the high highs that we experience. Um, and I realized that I needed that reminder in that moment. And, and in the time following that, um, I had this song as kind of a gift to me. Um, and so I was really excited about producing it and sharing it because I was like, 
I really wanted this song to just serve as a reminder that like, not only is everything romantic, that the, our, our existence is romantic and beautiful, um, it's also simultaneously uh, frustrating and difficult and like, and we shouldn't like avoid those feelings. Those feelings are real and, and like, this song isn't about toxic positivity, like everything's awesome all the time. It's about like, it's not awesome. And that's why it's so beautiful and so cool. And, and the fact that those two things, things being difficult and things being beautiful can ha happen like simultaneously is just incredible. So yeah, so that was like the, the process of writing it. And I finished it with Dan uh, and we were like, I feel like this is this is the song for me. So I'm so glad that you love it. Um, and I'm glad that it's out. And it's one of those things where like people either talk about the bad stuff or they talk about the good stuff, but they never talk about like why this bad stuff will lead to the good stuff. And I feel like that's what you kind of do with this track. Um, you mentioned that Dan is someone that you're comfortable working with. But I also noticed that John Joseph is someone that you work with uh, production wise. Um, you also worked with him with Softy. So how do these two uh, individuals kind of help you be more comfortable in the studio when you're starting to like record these songs? Yeah, I mean, so Dan and I worked on Romantic. We None of the other songs that we've written together are on the album, but like I write with him for a lot of different types of things. Um, I think like he definitely helps me to just feel comfortable being myself and you know and i'm able to have like weird ideas and bad ideas and i only write with people that i feel comfortable especially for my project i'll write with people for anything uh you know i'll write with basically anyone for anything else but when it comes to my stuff uh it's really important that i work with people that are going to tell me like that's a bad idea and that's a good idea and be a really beautiful sounding board and know that there's like this um there's this support at the bottom of it all. Like I, I know that they support me and they believe in me. And then that's like, that's the most important part. So all the people that I wrote with for this project, um, you know, I had that understanding with them that I know that they believe in me and I know they support me. And so we're able to be brutally honest with each other to get the best product, right? Um, John is another person that is very brutally honest with me sometimes. <laughs> and uh, we've worked on, so every song that I've released since the Muse EP, which is what I came out with before I started releasing these singles, um, has been with John and uh, at least the fully produced stuff. And at the beginning of us working together, he would tell me that my ideas were bad sometimes or <laughs> and it was just like so, so brutal. And one day I had to talk to him and be like, OK, that hurt my feelings, you know, and um, and he was like, if I didn't care, I wouldn't tell you. You know, so um, it's been really a cool process working with John specifically because, you know, John has a very specific sound. And I think when we come together, you know, like I think I sort of write pop songs, but I think the feeling like to honor a feeling is to lean into like messiness and texture and grit and like kind of like an alternative soundscape. At least for me right now, that's how I feel that I'm honoring the actual the feelings that I'm um, that I'm putting into song, and so John already kind of lives in that world, um, and we're able to create a really cool middle ground because he does a lot of like 
you know, harder stuff, a lot of more alternative stuff, a lot of more uh, rock-based music as well. Um, but with my stuff, I feel like we really have created a sound all our own. So um, I trust him and I always wanted to work with just one producer um, and cre create like a real sound. And I feel really blessed to have been able to find the person that um, got me to this sound and is gonna continue to help me develop my sound. Would you say that he also helped you learn your voice and uh, and the different ranges that you could and can't do although i don't believe in can't i feel like you just have to like really <laughs> try new ways to to get there right i don't believe in can't i don't believe in can't i think we have um I, th I think we have limitations with our instrument right any instrument has limitations uh but he pushes me he pushes me i like he'll try to raise a key and i'll be like hell no dude <laughs> We are not doing that key. And he's like, just try it. And a lot of the keys that we end up using are higher than I wanted them to be initially. And I always push back like, I can't do that, dude. Come on, just leave it how I wrote it, you know. Um, so that's been cool. He does help me to push boundaries and he does challenge me. And I think, you know, with any relationship, um, I think feeling open to someone challenging you and also accepting that and um working through that um helps to lead to like the most beautiful end products right um and so yeah i think like he's definitely helped me to grow in confidence within myself and help me to um access parts of my voice and and um my sound that i didn't know were possible um and he's taught me so much like uh People think that I do all the background, like I arrange all the background vocals on my um, on my albums and my EPs and things. It's like, no, he does most of that. Uh, and I, I give like input and ideas, but like, he's just like, so, he's such a genius. And he like has taught me different things to listen for. And um, yeah, it's been a really cool process learning from and working with him. Would you say that the song, when you first wrote it, changed drastically once John stepped in to, to start the recording and the production process? I think the song, I think the song became exactly what it was supposed to be. Um, I think in terms of sounds, like the piano being the base of it, like as soon as that, um, my friend uh, Ryan James Tillema was with us that day as well. And um, as soon as he started playing that piano part, it was just like, oh, that's the feeling, you know, that's it. It's warm and uh, introspective. And like, I feel like right away when I come in with the piano, it feels like I'm singing to myself. You know, it feels like so close, like I'm sitting with myself. Um, but also the song is supposed to be fun because it's supposed to like lift you up. It's supposed to be a reminder, you know, of like, all right, life sucks right now, but it's also really cool, you know, like, so I love that it became like, you know, it, it has a vibe, it has an energy, you can move to it, you can dance to it. So like, it's a song that you can feel really deeply, but also you can like live to, right? It can be playing in the background and you can just kind of like be listening to the, the overall energy and feel of it. And, and it still is doing its job, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, I, it changed definitely. I don't think like, uh, the song itself became something new. I think it just settled into what it was supposed to be.
with the music video, I love the entire video. I love the art. I love Thank the you. visuals. I love the interpretive dance that you kind of do. Uh, what really inspired that? Did, was this something, was this a treatment that just naturally flowed out? Like you already knew this was going to happen or is this something that took you some time to figure out what this video was going to be like? So this video was really cool. I worked with friends on it, uh, friends that had done um, other music videos for other artist friends of mine. And I told them I was going to be annoying and controlling and like all the things that I am. And they were like, let's do it. Let's do it. And we're game. We're ready. Um, but I, I did. I had a very specific uh, vision for uh, this specific video. The softy video is interesting because um, it was fully choreographed, right? The one that I released before the romantic video. And this one, I wanted to, I've been really wanting to lean back into movement because I used to be a dancer and, um, and I found dance in a different way later in life. Like, I feel like it's supposed to just be the feeling of it all instead of trying to always look a certain way, which is, I, I hope what you, maybe you got from the romantic video. Um, but I was like, man, I just want to move. I just want to move like myself. You know, and um, I think that what we were trying to represent through the movement in the video was, um, you know, it was kind of like this, uh, it was kind of half like more beautiful, like flowy movement and other half was kind of like weird uh, and like abrupt and like a little bit awkward. And I felt like I was trying to represent both of those things that are happening simultaneously in the world, right? The, like the hard things that are kind of sticky and, and weird um, and, and textural. And then the things that are also like flowy and beautiful. And um, yeah, so that was what we were trying to get across with that video. And I just also had a very specific aesthetic in mind. Um, I'm a really big fan of a photographer. Uh, I might not be pronouncing her name correctly, but um, hopefully I'm, I'm doing it right. Uh, Brooke DiDonato, uh, I think is how you pronounce her name. And she, um she captures all of these moments where it seems that people are kind of sinking into the mundane of like the day-to-day -day. um at least that's how i interpret it and i thought like romantic is a call this song is a call to pull yourself out of that as as often as you can um and so we kind of like incorporate a little bit of like movement that was inspired by her and and certain shots that were inspired by her um, and just kind of uh, knitted in this like uh, style of movement that I felt like was just very true to me. I didn't plan it out. Just kind of was like, all right, let's do it again. And now I'm going to move weird. <laughs> so yeah, it all worked out. Yeah, I love it. You look comfortable during it. It doesn't look like you're just, let's see what my body does. Like, and that was like, that was a cool part too. Like now that you're explaining it um, the way that you just did. Um, do you normally do that with your music or with your videos? Do you just let it happen? It really depends. I think like I trust myself to perform always. Right. So I'm like, if it needs to be that, let's go. You know what I mean? I, I, I know that like I know the feeling that I feel when I sing the song and that's constantly changing, which I think is really cool. And so if I record a video at a different time, then maybe I'm going to move a different way than I would otherwise. Right. But I'm like, I, I trust myself to lean into the feeling and make something true to, to the moment. Um, and some of the videos uh, required a lot more planning, like softy required a lot of planning. I made 
I made most of those set pieces myself, you know, like I created like all those sets and, and I was really, really adamant about doing that. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was like, I need to make the suns and all of the rays of the sun need to be felt. And then I need like, <laughs> I just don't know. I, w I had a very specific <laughs> vision for that one. Um, and then I like got choreography done for that one. And like, you know, uh, learned this whole thing of like how to move through the space. And like, that was so thought out. Um, and then, yeah, there's ones like romantic where it was just kind of like, oh, that's not working. Maybe if we tried it this way, let's try this thing. And then we would try a thing and I'd be like, that's the magic thing. Let's go with that, you know? Um, so I think the coolest part is that they've all been different and I think that they will continue to all be different, but the, um, they always remind me to trust my intuition. Uh, regardless of how planned out they are, because, you know, even in the moment of if something is super planned out, we might change it because it like doesn't have exactly the right feeling. Um, so yeah, that's been a cool experience with these videos. They've all been different, but they're all like a good reminder of, of how strong our intuition is if we let it be. You just announced uh, part one of your upcoming debut album, Scared of Everything. <laughs> that must be an amazing feeling to finally like get to release that debut album. Is this song romantic as like a taste of this upcoming album or is this something different um, that we can expect? I'm trying to think. So we broke the album up into two parts. It's a full length album. And, and I think uh, the album itself, the full thing is probably going to be released near the end of the year or the beginning of next year. Um, and I, I, you know, it was hard for me to separate um, the songs because I feel like they all are belong together. But this first part that you're going to be getting um, on March 6th, which is just so exciting <laughs> and scary. May 6th. Everything. <laughs> May 6th. On May 6th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> May 6th. <laughs> Amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> Um, We're going back in time here. <laughs> yeah, this is so good. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So this first batch of songs, I feel like romantic uh, is a little on the softer side. So the next song that's coming out kind of as like the, um, the focus track of the EP uh, is called April Fools in February. And it definitely leans into a lot more texture, a lot of grit, a lot of like it leans more into that alternative soundscape kind of that Softy lives in. Um, but there also are, there's one that's like the most, uh, at least at the end of the song, the most dancey, um, which is really exciting for me. I'd I obviously I love to dance. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, I'm stoked about that one. That one is probably honestly maybe one of my favorite songs on the album. And then there's one that's like really slow. Um, it's like the slowest burn ever. And it's, um, it's called For You, and it's one song that I wrote kind of about um, like a group of old lovers um, instead of just one person, which was a really interesting uh, process of writing that song. But um, yeah, I think like there's a lot of variety in the in the EP. I think it definitely it leans into like the alternative soundscapes soft uh romantic is a little softer overall um and there is some softness i think it has like a really nice middle ground between being really like rough and alternative and and soft which i think is kind of like 
what's great about me? <laughs> so I think it's a great like introductory album to like, this is who Beck Pete is as a woman, um, as an artist. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. Super excited. Like I said, I'm glad that I just got introduced to you. Um, Friends forever now. To, yeah, exactly. You're stuck with me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I'm I'm excited that we can finally do this. And and you know, to kind of close us off, like with this song, romantic. Like, what would you say was like? I know everything just felt almost natural. But what would you say was like your biggest challenge to kind of finalize this song? That is an interesting question. Um, I actually had two mixes done of this song <laughs> uh, and they were they were pretty different um, and one of them was it's almost like you knew this I was like what um, but one of them was I would say like leaned into like a more lush soundscape but maybe wasn't like as like hard hitting and then the other one was like hit a little bit harder and like I felt like was a little shinier. Um, and I had a really difficult time because they were both incredible. And I ended up kind of letting the team decide for me because I was like, I can't decide. They're both, I, I love them both so much. And so I actually like, even to the day of getting it mastered, I even like was unsure which one to go with. Um, and I feel really excited about the one that we had chosen because like I was a big part of that process and I was kind of like there with the mixer working through it all. And um, and I thought that this song needed to be shiny. Like that was the last thought was like, I think that because of what we're talking about here, this song needs to shine. Like it needs to have that sparkle. Um, and so, yeah, that was a really hard decision actually. And it took me a few months to decide on which one to go with. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I, I knew that both were incredible and I knew that, um, I would love them both. Um, and so, but I'm really glad that we went with the one we went with. And now it's like one of those things that I'll remember forever that like, okay, we made this decision and, and people are liking it. So maybe it was the right one, you know? <laughs> Well, now I'm a little curious, though. So, I mean, maybe consider doing an Easter egg with it and like dropping it as like an extended version or like an alternative <laughs> version or something. I don't know. That's I'm just funny. throwing it out there. <laughs> funny because a lot of people have said that to me, like, why don't you just release both? And I'm like, they're not that different. <laughs> you know, like if you don't listen to music all day. Or like, if you're not like a musician and you're like constantly like listening to sounds, like you're probably not gonna feel them all that differently, but I feel things so like abrasively sometimes. <laughs> like, I'll like one of my friends, oh man, it was like the perfect quote. He said like, oh, I, I can't remember it now, but it's basically like, he loved how annoyingly specific I am and how something so small, <laughs> can feel so big to me <laughs> like you know they change three percent of like a reverb and I'm like it's terrible you know what I mean um so yeah so of course I'm gonna notice all that nuance and all those like different things of course also it's mine right um yeah. but I don't think it's different enough to release both but you know I mean maybe I'll do I love how the industry now um we have the opportunity to do so many different versions of things and like 
I don't put it past me to do different versions of all of my songs at some point. So, yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for that when I decide to be crazy. <laughs> like here's the here's the TikTok version. Here's the Instagram version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a live version. Here's like a slightly live version, but not all the way live. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the thing, all the things. <laughs> well, I'll look out for it just in case you know you do decide to drop it out somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first I tell. Yes. <laughs> well, Beck, I'm so excited to to get to do this with you. And uh, I'm again, I'm looking forward to reuniting again soon and talking about more music with you. But congratulations with Romantic. And uh, I'm excited for this upcoming uh, debut album. Yeah, it's me too. Thank you for having me. And uh, we will talk again soon when I release the second version of Romantic. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.